and welcome back to When I Grow Up. Today I'm sitting here with David Crosby, who is the founder of Rosa Coffee Roasters in Calgary. He started his company in 2007 with one single location in Ramsey, in which he was the only employee. A few years later, Dave decided to expand his business and bring on his brother Cole, as well as Jesse Attrell, as co-owners of his company. Now, this amazing trio has seven locations and wholesale their coffee across Canada. Recently, his brother Cole, with coach Dave beside him, won the Canadian Barista Championships and placed third in the world. Aside from winning multiple business awards and being a local staple in Calgary, Rosso Coffee has become world-renowned coffee roasters. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me about how you ended up here. Uh, before we get started, I have a very important question. Okay. Are you in any way related to Sidney Crosby? Unfortunately, I'm not. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Um, how did you get started, and what made you want to open a coffee shop? So I graduated university in 2006, and I wanted to get into entrepreneurship, and so... I came back, I graduated out in Nova Scotia and I came back to Calgary. And I thought to myself, what do I know? And I had worked in coffee shops before and I thought, I know coffee, so why don't I open a coffee shop? And uh, there was a bakery that was supposed to open in our current Ramsey location and it ended up not opening and I took over the spot and about 10 weeks later, uh, opened the doors not knowing what I thought I knew about coffee, opened my eyes to how much there is to learn. And uh, for the first six months, I was the only employee uh, working by myself, doing the baking, making coffee, uh, driving all the orders, everything under the sun. Yeah. Um, what was it like being alone for six months? Uh, at the start, it was very exciting. Um, and then as time kind of wore on, I, I realized uh, I was kind of hindering our growth and we were getting too busy for just myself to handle. On our first day, we saw 12 people and oh, then wow. slowly over time, word of mouth kind of went out and we started to see more and more people. Then I hired my first full-time employee in February of 2008. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how did you, Jesse, and Cole get into business with each other? So Cole, at the time, uh, was working at just a small mom-and-pop's independent coffee shop. And uh, I kind of said to him, like, what are, you, what are you doing here? You should join our company, or at the time, my company. And he was like, okay. So he joined. He started to get into coffee, started to really love it. And then uh, as time went on, he had an idea of us starting to roast our own coffee. And at that time... Uh, he made the investment to buy the roaster. And at that time we partnered up uh, as brothers and co-owners of Rosso. And then Jesse joined uh, a few years later. And as two brothers, we were kind of uh, not as organized as we needed to be yeah. to run uh, the three stores. She came in, uh, she organized us brothers and uh, the company and has really taken the th like the two of us and the company to the next level. She, she had lots of experience um, from prior uh, companies she was involved in and helped us uh, get to the next level. Oh. Um, so you and Miss Jessie are also partners in life. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> was that ever difficult to balance? 
so we both love uh, work and we both love each other. Um, a lot of people warned us before we made the decision to work together uh, that it's very difficult to balance home life with work life. Um, but we see it as like a great asset. We can, um, work doesn't, we both have a great passion for it, so it never really turns off for us. So there's not really a work-life balance. We just, we enjoy uh, what we do so much that it's okay if we take it home with us at the end of the night. And I guess we just balance it out with uh, allowing, you know, us buying coffee around the world. We get to travel and I guess we balance it with relaxing when we go traveling and, uh, and yeah. What made you decide to start roasting coffee instead of just running a coffee shop? So we were big enough at the time we had three locations. And so as Cole's passion kind of grew, uh, we wanted to get more understanding of how coffee actually works. So how is it grown? How is it processed? And then uh, how, how to understand roasting too. So when we made that decision, it kind of opened up a, a whole set of new doors to us of, of the coffee chain and uh, us going down kind of that rabbit hole of understanding more about coffee to like the biggest degree we could. And so once we started roasting, uh, then the next step was going and traveling and sourcing our own coffee. So we go to, uh, currently we go to eight different countries around the world wow. to source our coffee and buy it direct from the farmers. And it's only through roasting and making that decision that we're uh, able to do that. That's so cool. It is very, we're very lucky to, to get yeah. to go traveling for that. Um, how is coffee made? <laughs> uh, so coffee grows on a tree. It's, uh, it's a fruit. It grows oh. as a cherry. And then people will pick it. And then around the cherry inside is two seeds. And those seeds are what you know as coffee beans. And so the farmer will choose to remove the cherry some way. The seeds will dry for a period of time, and then they will pack them up and ship them off to whatever country. So they'll come to us here in Canada, and then we have to roast it because it comes as a, a green bean. Yeah. Then we roast it, and then when you want to drip coffee, we have to grind it and then brew it. And if you want an espresso, do the same thing and maybe add some milk to make it a cappuccino. It's long and more drawn out than that, but that's a really yeah. simple way of trying to break it down. Wow. Um, uh, how did you find your first supplier? Uh, a friend in Edmonton had been traveling direct already, and so we had been talking with him about yeah. going on a trip with him. And so uh, our first year of roasting, we hadn't bought... We hadn't gone on any trips. We were just buying from an importer. And so we talked to him and he, uh, we tagged along and we went to Costa Rica and Guatemala with him. And then oh. since then, we've made connections. Every time we travel, um, we talk with other coffee buyers and there'll be locals in each country that we'll make connections with um, for future. So we're like in a few weeks, we're off to Peru for the first time. And um, we're excited to see the opportunities there. And it's someone uh, who's recommended a, a local group there. So. Wow. Um, do you have to change where you buy coffee from for the different seasons? Yes. So coffee is seasonal. Uh, so 
as the year progresses, we have to travel to different places because it also grows and ripens at different times year round. So uh, we'll be on the road a bit during the spring, a bit during the summer, and then uh, one, once in a while in the mid midst of winter. So because of seasonality. Yeah. Um, what was the first international place that you went to buy coffee other than Guatemala and Costa Rica? Uh, after that, we went to Colombia, and that was oh. really exciting. And we're going to get to go to Colombia again in a few weeks here. And then uh, we went to Africa for the first time a few years ago. And then, excitingly enough, we actually got to go to Myanmar last year, which was, um, it's in Asia, and it's an amazing country. And, uh, yeah, then we're adding Peru, and uh, we're going to go to Panama this year as well. Oh, that's so cool. Um, did anyone accompany you when you went to... So it, it'll either be Cole who will go by himself, uh, or the three of us will go. And oh. so it's, um, depending on what time of year, if we're able to all go away, um, it's, it's kind of based on timing and yeah. the work-life schedule. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know a lot about coffee because I'm just a kid, <laughs> um, but What's the difference between ethnical and direct buy and organic and all those different types of coffee? Uh, that's a very complex and great question. Uh, direct, we call our buying philosophy uh, Rosso Direct, and a lot of people would call it direct trade. And what it means in the simplest sense is us traveling the world to meet farmers and buying directly from them, paying them premiums, and then going back year over year where uh, organic certification or fair trade or bird friendly don't meet those requirements. They meet other requirements, uh, which can be good or bad. Um, but uh, our philosophy is, is paying farmers, it's usually three or four times the price of like fair trade um, and helping and building like long-term relationships with the farmers as much as possible. So going back year over year, uh, buying more each year, helping them out, finding out what their struggles are, um, how we can help them. Is it fertilizer or is it buying more coffee or something else uh, as much as we possibly can? Um, what do you think is the coolest place you've been to in your travels? The coolest place we've been to? Jeez, uh, Rwanda is absolutely amazing. The people are uh, so incredibly friendly, uh, the hospitality. We were just, uh, we were in China for the first oh, time in a, wow. for a coffee competition. China was very different, an amazing place. Uh, ev everywhere we go, the, the hospitality is, is something uh, that the coffee industry holds dear to its heart, and we see it all the time. So I don't know if I could pick just one. Um, but we've been we've been very fortunate to be in a lot of special places. Oh, so I know a couple other businesses other than like other businesses that are not Rosso Coffee sell yep. Rosso Coffee in their stores. Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, we think it's great. We uh, we wholesale our coffees, so um, allowing other people to enjoy our coffee that isn't in our shops is an important part to us. We want more people drinking which we think is better coffee and uh, ethically sourced coffee. Uh, so if that's outside of our cafes or going to uh, 
a grocery store and buying our coffee is something we want to expand upon and, and have more people uh, drinking really outstanding coffee. Yeah. Um, I know you've received quite a few business awards in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does it affect your business and does it make you feel accomplished? Yeah, it's uh, always really rewarding to win any sort of award. Um, in business, it's kind of an odd one because you don't, there's not a lot of a business awards unlike, I guess, sports. Uh, but it was a big honor for us to win Small Business of the Year in 2017. Uh, I think it shows the hard work not just the three of us do, but our whole team. So we have over 75 employees that are there on the front lines day in and day out. And it really is great uh, morale booster for them. Uh, and it shines light on how hard they work every day. I think it also helps just with recognition in the Calgary and international community winning those type of awards. Is, yeah. And it means just a lot to us. We're excited. Yep. Um, so at the end of every podcast, I do this thing called a Mad Minute. Okay. Where I ask you a bunch of like super random questions. Okay. And you have to answer them as fast as you can. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So the first question is, what do you order from McDonald's? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, McFlurry. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Why? Because you get to spend time with the family. Yeah. <laughs> what's a country you wish to visit? Uh, I would like to go to Kenya. Oh. Hmm. Um, if there was no Rosso, what would you think you would be doing right now? Something in entrepreneurship, but I'm not sure what. Um, what makes you smile the most? Jesse. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Pulp Fiction. What's If you could change something about your business, what would it be? Oh, jeez. Uh, to be larger. Oh, yeah. Who inspires you? Uh, I would say Jesse does. Why? Because she's so incredibly hardworking, and uh, the people that she works with day in and day out, including myself, she's always pushing them to the next level and helping them grow personally and professionally. Oh. What's a word you use too much? I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs> it's a bad word. If you could live in any part of time, what part of time would it be? I would live in the future. What year? 2050. Oh. Um, <laughs> do you have any hidden talents? Uh, I'm a pretty good hockey player. Oh, so like Sidney Crosby. Not that good, and I'm a goalie. <laughs> oh, um, what's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? If I could have a superpower, what would it be? It would be Wolverine's ability to heal. Hmm. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> um, if you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Uh, they're not alive anymore, but Steve Jobs. Oh, why? Because he lived a very dynamic, interesting life. Uh, what's one thing you can't live without? 
coffee. And, oh. and the final question is, when you were in grade six, what did you want to be when you grew up? A hockey player. Thank you so much, Mr. Dave, for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come out and talk to me about all these cool things. Um, and to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope this helps you decide what you want to be when you grow up.